Who do you believe in? Who moves you? Who inspires you? My name is Tariq Ture, and I want you to meet some of the people that inspire me. And they've done that simply because no matter the situation, they've gone above and beyond. Welcome to Above and Beyond. Bismillah. Bismillah. alaikum, everybody. Long time no see. I feel like I had to come from under a rock because of Ramadan. But alhamdulillah, there's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot that has gone on in the world. And it seems as if people are at a boiling point. And with that, people who work within the arts are responsible for capturing the beauty and the pain of things. And um, prior to, I guess, this last month, um, I had reached out to uh, a blessed brother who is working diligently in that space to create forms of expression that allow people to see more of the world that we, we see on the everyday. Um, and I think that's important in this moment right now because a lot, a lot of times when these things happen, George Floyd, um, Breonna Taylor, people can feel helpless. But when you see the beauty of the world, it reminds you like, hey, there's a power that's existing beyond the the things that men have made here. And so um, I have none other than uh, Swizzy's world, but uh, better known to his folks as Mukbil Yabaro. And um, alhamdulillah, he is a DC-based creative photographer, uh, I would say visionary, and I've been, been looking through some of his work past interviews and I would just say that your gym that needs it's time you know it's time for more uh ex I don't say exposure but more people to be touched by the light of your work you got some crazy <laughs> you got some crazy crazy stuff and I'm jealous I'm like I wish I could use a camera like that but alhamdulillah thank you so much for coming on man exactly bro much appreciated broski yeah thank how you, you holding up Alhamdulillah, man. Uh, we're we're here, like you said, man. The intro basically broke everything down. You know, um, we're in a we're in unprecedented times right now, man. So we're just all trying to figure out how to maneuver in this new norm. You know, twenty twenty has been something very different. You know, than mm. especially than a, a lot of people would have thought. I think people thought twenty twenty was going to be cakewalk they were coming right. and thinking you know 2020 is, is my year like this is just everything's gonna be smooth but you know Allah had different plans for us but alhamdulillah we're we're, we're making do with what we have yeah 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 um, I wanted to ask you like first off how has I guess we 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 in the we in the midst of a plague uprisings when when like quarantine first happened how did that affect your work so initially with quarantine when that was the only thing that we were worried about i guess on a on a larger scale we still you know felt whatever's going on as black men we still knew that that, that was happening but um for the greater portion of the world um the only thing they were thinking about that was happening in america was was covid19 right globally as well and for me it was like alhamdulillah I was in a great space honestly because you know I had the luxury of you know 
being able to do my thing at, at home. I, I really was impressed. I had a lot of work um, and I had so many things backed up that actually it helped me get in, you know, get in the back cave and kind of, you know, just finish off some work and, and some things that I, I had planned on doing that I really didn't have time to do. So alhamdulillah, I'm very like grateful for that opportunity to be at home, to have been at home to be able to work on those things. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Ramadan hit as well, right? And then we had that unique instance of a Ramadan that we have felt in our lifetime before, right? Um, and that was, uh, that was very different. But I think for me, you know, it, it helped me because uh, we sometimes crutch too much on the community. As beautiful as, as, as the community is, we tend to, you know, leave all our ibadah and everything that we're doing solely for Hey, when we go to Taraweeh prayer, when we see see the folks, we smile. This is what Ramadan is about, you know, doing the big extravagant iftars and stuff. And sometimes we moved away from what the sunnah was, right? Mm. So for, for me, it was like heavy introspection. I, I had the ability to really dig deep and hold myself personally accountable mm. for things that I wanted to accomplish during Ramadan. And that also helped me mentally as well, you know what I mean? Mm. Smoothing out my affairs, alhamdulillah. And then from there, it was, it was smooth sailing. You know, uh, and then we kind of shifted into what we see today, and 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 to me that that was a lot more complex to deal with than COVID nineteen. Yeah, yeah. I um, you know, a lot of people they were like, man, I had I had flights that I was supposed to be on to go this and that place. I was about to be lit, and you know, it it everything flipped on his head. And people had just sort of, you know, got adjusted to that, got rocked to sleep, I guess. And then, you know, the police were like, yeah, we still out here, too. You know, just in case y'all forgot, you know, we we still doing our thing, too. You know, we we still um, acting up as well. I want to. So the crazy thing is, is that I realize your work predates sort of this explosion of photography on on Instagram. Yes. So. Yeah, go ahead. And I wonder, and based upon that, how how do you think that's helped you like to deal with this now? Because if you were just like, if you just bought your camera, I don't know, maybe a year ago or something like that, and there's nothing wrong with that. everybody should have started, but it's probably more difficult to navigate it now than if you've caught us, you sort of like you've seen the waves come and go, basically. Yeah, so I think just like any arts, right? Um, as you're an artist yourself, mashallah, you, you you will know and you'll notice individuals jumping in and out of these respective pockets for whatever it is, you know, whether it be just for them to try it out, whether they think, like you said, they're gonna get lit off it, you know, <laughs> so whatever their intentions are for it, it's kind of like I kind of compare it to uh, the New Year's resolution of going to the gym, right? Mm. First two weeks, gym packed. I don't even go to the gym first two weeks, honestly, because I know you can't get a machine for like two hours. Yeah, exactly. you know I mean? <laughs> Can like, I use that, bro? <laughs> bro, like you've been, you've done like ten sets. What's going on? <laughs> Just chilling on the bench, you know. So, right. so for the arts, it's the same thing. You know, people see individuals. Uh, and they might have just been closet artists as well, so they want to get that reciprocation from the people. Mm. They don't get it as soon as they want to get it because we're a generation of wanting this now. No, nobody mm. wants to build. Nobody wants to to do the groundwork prior to being seen, and that's and that's a very big problem because mm. when you end up wanting things to come super fast, 
what ends up happening is as fast as it came, it's as fast as it goes, you know? Right. So, so kind of like we, we, we notice like if just think about one hit wonders in, in, in music, da, 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 right? They'll right. Come, they don't even have the follow up. They don't even right. know what's coming up back to back, you know? And then mm. what happens is, even if they do have something, they, want, they expect it to have the same level of engagement that the first one did. And if it doesn't, it throws them all the way off. So right. for, for me, I, I feel like having already been doing this photography thing for years, you know, my pops taught me when I was a kid, bro. Wow. So it's been, it's been something that's, that I've known to do for a really long time, but it just wasn't, it wasn't something that I was actively involved in either, you know, growing up as, as a young black man, bro, like going to school, middle school, high school, I played basketball, you know what I'm saying? So for me, it was like ball was the way, you know what I mean? Ball was the way that you, you became, you know, captain of the varsity team. Or right. you, you were cool with everybody. It was the, it was our coping mechanism for whatever mm. was happening in high school. Right. Um, and photography wasn't in the back of my mind. I would still do it for family and friends and stuff like that. And then as I got older, I was like, man, listen, let me just pick this thing up. Um, and, and see where it goes just to have a an outlet to be able to you know kind of polish up my skills and then alhamdulillah I just started releasing some content on socials and it's and that was man six years ago now something like that wow yeah it's been a bit man you know yeah that's that's a minute that's that's a wow actually yeah. um so so your father did photography so and so he, yeah. Pops was just like a, it wasn't like he was doing photography, like uh, anything professionally. He just, just loved moments, right? So he mm. always had the cam with him. And I'm oh, he's that dad, huh? So I, I'm, bro, I'm the eldest. So I had, <laughs> in the crib, I remember, bro, I had like, man, like 10 albums, just me solo, just <laughs> before, before little Man, man. awkward. <laughs> Before, before Alaku, before Lil Bro, before he, he pulled the, I was just out right. there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it was, yeah, it was different, man. So for him, it was kind of just like, you know, just cherish moments, but also understand that, you know, you'd be able to remember them. So, mm -hmm. you know, pick up the skill set and just see where it goes. And then I just mm -hmm. kind of picked it up. Yeah, yeah. I So, you know, as crazy as when I, I didn't realize how Siri is, taking photos was outside of like the US until we went to Turkey, we was in Istanbul. So. And we saw like all the Asian people, Japanese people. Mm -hmm. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't move from one spot until like everybody got a solo shot, everybody got like a couple shot, everybody got a group joint, everybody got a selfie. And, and I was the, like- They got the selfie stick way out They got a stick with them too, and I'm like- <laughs> Oh, this they have no there's no shame, there's no nothing. Like you you know, you like you getting this fit, like every inch of this fit, like <laughs> down to the shoestrings. And so that helped me be able to like say, all right, you know, it's it's cool to document, you know, your family and stuff like that. Like that helped me because I saw how serious they everywhere we went, they were like this. They would be they would look at you if you stand in the way, like you gonna move I, like, I, right? I, I, we were done, we got seven more people to <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So no, that's dope, man. Because it's always good to like know know where people sort of got you know some some sort of inspiration from. And so you say you were doing like family gatherings or weddings and stuff. Not necessarily weddings. Uh, just being able to just take shots for family, whether okay. it be reunions and stuff like that. And then um, I had opportunities to also uh, I was doing a little um, 
couple of different business ventures whereby I needed photographers present as well. Mm. And I was like, uh, why outsource? You know, mm. when I can just pick up the camps, not like anybody really knows how to do much more than I do, you know, right, and it, right. this is a way for me to repolish my skills. So I picked it mm. back up, you know, helped financially, you know what I mean? On the, on the yeah. come up and it, well, it, 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 it worked out as well. So Alhamdulillah. That's what's up, man. Traveling ain't dead, man, at all. Oh, no. uh-uh. So how did you, because so well, I think you know when I was de- well, when we were uh, messaging each other, I think we talked about like wedding photography. So how did how did you avoid that? Like how man, how did that? So yeah, explain that, man. So the thing about wedding photography, and 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 uh, this is a disclaimer, you know, I think wedding photographers have the most consistent stream of income as like freelancers. If you think about okay. it, if you live in a in an area whereby you're connected with a specific demographic that has weddings regularly, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're making a killing. I know brothers that make 50, 60, 70 grand in the summer, mm. you know, off a of mm. like three months. Ah, mm. Let's go, you know, let's yeah. bag, you know, <laughs> collect. Ah. <it. laughs> you know, inshallah, they're in there. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think that it's easy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Definitely very true. Just think about, how difficult like me like i'm not really like a wedding going person regularly you have to be somebody that i truly truly care about for me to go to a wedding for you right and it's not anything personal it's just it's just not my thing you know yeah so so for me it's like imagine me being in a setting that i normally wouldn't (laughs) necessarily be that comfortable being a guest in right Right. Then for me to have to photograph this event, that's a once in a lifetime opportunity, right? It's not like you have any retakes. Mm. You know? For me, I like to be in a comfortable space. Not that I need retakes per se, but like I just want to be in a space whereby I could kind of like dictate where the creativity is going to go. And even if the client or whatever wants a different look, I'll get my shots off and then mm. I'll do what they want. And then we'll kind of just look at it together. Like, like, what, mm. what do you think about this? And, and, regularly they really like the perspective that that i have just because i can i kind of feel it you know yeah, yeah those are not type those are not the type of audibles that you can pull off in a wedding you know what i mean you gotta keep it strict you know what keep I mean? them happy oh my goodness so like <laughs> so my thing is like i i had numerous opportunities to do so and i actually ended up doing uh i didn't do a wedding but i did a, a friend of mine's uh i believe it was like an engage like in, like okay. cat photos, something like that. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, they came out really well, actually. Um, yeah. But I never posted them. Right. So I knew had I posted them, it would have <laughs> just changed my trajectory. You know what I mean? This was a couple of years back, you know. Um, I didn't necessarily have the following that I do now. So mm. I would have been, you know, I would have kind of put myself in a in a different lane, you know. Mm, I, I opted to just, you know, let them keep it for them. And I even told them, you know, do your thing, you know, um, these are your images for you. Uh, please don't tag me. <laughs> you know, I don't want this to, I don't want this to come out, you know. That yeah, you don't want to spark nothing, especially like Because I know. Family. Yeah, family. I know what would happen. You know? It was like you said, fam would be on it. Um, friends, people that, you know, would be like, oh my God, 
oh, I didn't know this, you did this, this is mm-hmm. so amazing, but let's also uh, see what you could do on this date and this date. And I'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to hit you with the, oh, remember you staying over at your house with, like, with your cousin? And Alhamdulillah, you know, we, we, we took you guys to King's Dominion. You remember that? <laughs> you know, Alhamdulillah, we, um, we, we, you know, we, we got something going on, right? <laughs> uh, 15 years ago when we took you to Six Flags, did you think that that was for for free? Nah, this this is the moment that we're waiting for. When my daughter got married and uh, you were supposed to uh, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so man, no, it's good, man. You you escaped that trap, man. You escaped yeah, that bro. trap. And so my, more power to the right wedding photographers out there. Oh, big time! Doing a big service for the community. Like, I, I always hail them up because. I know I couldn't do it. You know what I mean? It's never a slight at them. It's always mm-hmm. like, it's love, you know? And for me, it's always interesting to see, because I know like I have a lot of friends that are in that realm. So when I see them, you know, able to still allow their creativity to shine through their wedding work, kudos. I just know I couldn't do it. You know right, I mean? right. So it's not, it's never, it's, it's a knock at me personally. I'm like, bro, I, I don't have the faith, <laughs> nor do I have, you know what I'm saying, the tolerance to be able you to. You can't be the angry wedding photographer. Oh like, my God. Hey, that would ruin the whole vibe. Right. <laughs> like, and like, and one thing that I really don't like is like <clears throat> individuals, like when you, when you shoot, right. And they will want to see every single like set of <laughs> shots. Right. So now I can only imagine what would happen. Cause I've seen what happens to wedding photographers, right. Somebody would be like, okay, come take a picture of me and my auntie and X, Y, and Z. And then mm. auntie and everybody else wants to see the pictures and mm. just take a picture of seven people in one shot, but one person doesn't like it. So everybody goes back and does it again. And mm. then somebody else doesn't like it. So where do we go? Right. <laughs> what are we doing here? Right. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. No, I, I get it. I, uh, yeah, I have, a, I have maybe two friends who do, who do uh, wedding photography. But, you know, that's, that, that's like one lane. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I was looking at the one photo where you have the, the light coming through the arcs. The one, the one arc. I don't even know what you didn't tag the city. I mean, that's just how. That's a that's a flex. <laughs> I guess. You know what I'm saying like, <laughs> like guess, like guess. You know, if, if you if you really feeling it, then guess. You know what I'm saying like. Uh-oh. So this is uh, oh that, man, this is from May seventeenth, twenty eighteen. But see. it has a. It it looks like it could be turkey. I could uh-huh. be wrong. It could, uh, let's see. I think I know which one you're but talking about. But you got about. the light shining through people in, in... Oh, is that's, uh, that's, that's Abu Dhabi. That's, that's Abu Dhabi. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the fact that you've been able to, to get around a bit, mm-hmm. how has traveling and... One, just travel period. I'm thinking about how insane travel is. Right. How do you... F- how do you structure your day so you're able to or are these i know they're not lucky let's just say that you know it's, but how do you build a precision to be able to capture things like this also with having to travel too because travel is like yeah so those so, things that break you no i i hear you um the thing with me is growing up we lived like in a million different places my pops was uh was a journalist still in the field right now but he's not really doing as much reporting as he was uh before but he worked with numerous big organizations and uh we traveled around quite a bit so 
the plane. So we were very like used to traveling at a really young age. Alhamdulillah, even till today, bro, like I'll, I'll sit on a flight from, from Dulles Airport to Dubai 14 hours and not really feel anything. No jet lag, Alhamdulillah, nothing. I just, I'll get up and just go straight to it. Like whatever, like, you know, like people will be like, oh, do you want to go to the telly and, and rest up and take a nap or something? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Let's wow. get out, you know? So I think we've kind of programmed ourselves to, from traveling from such a young time to not really um, feel feel it and also being blessed as well. Because I know individuals that do have, that do get jet lag regularly and stuff and that, that, would, that would be another level of challenge. But for me, it's kind of like, I just get up and go. And then I usually try to schedule my traveling around uh, specific um, events that I want. Either either I'll have somebody fly me out to somewhere to, to go and photograph something, right? Um, or I'll already be somewhere on assignment doing something else. I work in like the media field as well. Mm-hmm. So I'll be doing something. I might be covering something. And then I'll reach out to brands and people that are already there and see if we can collab on something out there as well. So always just trying to find an opportunity to, to get in the mix. Cause I, I do know that there's the interesting thing about photography is like, you may have seen a shot somewhere on the gram or, or, or anywhere online. And regularly you can't get those shots because either you don't have access to the building rooftop or whatever or something. So networking is so important and, and alhamdulillah because of my, my my following now i've been able to connect with uh local photographers that are in these respective spaces to be able to show me around and and and, and it's, it's been a blessing man mm. so you well well what i want you I, what i'm what's standing out to me is no, number one we got to get our chicken like like marshall said make sure you know your chicken straight african mm-hmm. but 100 uh, you mentioned so many things prior to working out the dollars and cents of it networking you just said networking so you could get to a specific spot and so for me i mean i can't conceptualize that because i don't work in photography but i, I kind of understand having to talk to somebody like hey i need to get up on that roof Facts. and how if you are new to this you might not know, hey, I just can't fly to Oman and then randomly like walk in a building and be like, hey, can I? Then, yeah. You know, they're gonna look at you like you're crazy probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are like the intricate parts of, of the work that I think like people always need to know before they like step in um, and, and hop out there. Has there any been, has there been any instances where you thought you were gonna get access to a place and then people were like, no, like what are you doing? <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it, it happened to me one time. I was in I was in Dubai, and a friend of mine, uh, she's huge uh, out there. I, I won't mention her name because it could probably you know get her jammed up. Um, okay. But uh, we we were supposed to go on this specific rooftop, and I ended up getting a shot. But we were supposed to get it from a different perspective. So there's two buildings that could get you the shot, right? And the first building we we're supposed to have connected with somebody, whether it be management or something that was supposed to take us up there, blah, blah, blah. And the dude who we ended up connecting with completely, he was, he flaked. He was, he was nowhere to be found, you know, the day of, and mind you, I'm flying out in like 24 hours. So I don't know why it, it was bad on my part that I pushed it back that far, but also she's like super lit out there. So she was right. so busy the whole time that this was the only time where we could have, you know, um, flicked off. So, dude ends up like uh 
being nowhere to be found. So we have to, you know, audible. So I'm like, man, okay, so this building's not going to work. What about this building? She's like, oh, this one's usually harder, uh, but let's, let's just see what we can do. Boom. She gets down there, you know what I mean? Finesses the concierge. Finesse. I don't know who she, who she is. <laughs> I was like, man, that's what's up. Get up there. <laughs> tells us we got five, ten minutes tops. Tops. And what is five or ten minutes in the photography world? it depends on what you want to do, right? So if you're trying to structure something, if you're doing an actual shoot with a model and stuff like that, probably not long enough. But if you're just up there, you know, to capture, you know, the thing about Dubai is Dubai is from, a, from an aerial perspective is one of the most beautiful cities ever because mm. of how it looks, just the layout of it, right? Mm. It's so, like the skyscrapers are out there. It's very easy. It's very photogenic. It's a very photogenic city. You know, you just get up there and just do whatever. You take the iPhone, you get the iPhone camera, bro. bro. You're, you're safe. No one really would know because basically is still gonna like you know compress your shot anyways. You know, so you'd be alright. But we there had the cams. Five minutes, boom, came back down. I was like, man, this this was awesome. Probably one of the better shoots that I've literally, honestly, had in a long time at that mm. moment. You know? And we could have just gave up, you know. And if she wasn't cool and just down to just be like, let's just try it, you know. She could have been like, no, uh, this I live here. Some people would be like, yo, this is my city. I don't I'm not trying to like, you know, quote unquote, burn face. I don't like. Right. Her. So yeah, I, I had to, I had to give her, you know, kudos for that. That was that was love. No, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. And I think you know. One of the one of the things I've realized, like as I get older, is that they're like they're two sets of, two sets of like adults, grown adults. There are people who and who enjoy seeing bridges burning in flames and gasoline. <laughs> you know they enjoy like you know they they will tell you like oh yeah I cut them all off or you know like yeah it's just me out here. That's the biggest red flag for me in my ever. Ever, ever. Got no network. Yeah, nobody. It's nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so I'm always like, hmm. <laughs> Why are you alone? <laughs> right. I'm like, okay, no problem. All right, no, that's a bet. Okay, cool. You know, you you walk around with the gasoline and matches in your pocket. And there's a other set of, of of folks who sort of understand like you gotta you gotta nurture relationships. Um, whether they go south, whether they go sour, whatever it is, you just gotta make sure you do that. Just because people, you know, you end up having to to like lean on each other. Right. Um, so that's like that's like super healthy. I know you. Uh, I know you mentioned your brother. I, I I I saw him. I had to MC an event for my job. Oh, maybe like a year and a half ago. Maybe like a year and a half, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um. And he was super, he was super, super dope uh, when he presented some of his poems. And I didn't know that you guys were related when uh, we first uh, connected. So how is that like, so that's like, you're not like a super creative household. Like, what is, <laughs> what's going, like, what's going like, on? What is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is, what is that? Like, how do you all support each other in, in developing things and all that? Um, honestly, bro, my sisters are super creative too, man. They just kind of, really? yeah, I'm glad they're writers and, you know, doing their thing, you know, um, bloggers and all, and all that stuff or whatever. So they're kind of just doing their thing at their own pace at the moment. Mm. You know what I mean? So when they, when they're ready to, to really pop off, so we will, you know, we'll put the machine behind them now that, you know, there we, we go. Can, so, you know, we got a little muscle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, alhamdulillah, man, it's, 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 it's an interesting dynamic uh, considering the fact that he's, like, he does poetry, which is the understanding of words and putting words together, you know, mm-hmm. such as yourself, mashallah, you know? And yeah. for me, it's strictly visual, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like two different types of learners, right? The audio mm-hmm. learner versus the visual learner. So mm-hmm. um, not to say that he's not visual. He is mm-hmm. very visual as well. And I, I can, you know, uh, appreciate um mm-hmm. poetry as well especially like you know i my type of poetry is more rhythmic poetry mm-hmm. so like spoken word is like yeah. stuff that i connect with more mm-hmm. but with with him he he does spoken word mostly when it's uh when he when he performs right so yeah. that's that's where he's in his in his spoken word bag you know but then mm-hmm. he also has this cult-like following of people who love his written work and they're yeah. two polar opposites you know yeah yeah like I've, I've always asked him like like how, how did this happen you know right. like two different forms <laughs> of poetry and he he's been able to you know um use both of them as his outlets in his own respect so mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm very proud of him man he's doing yeah. his thing um for me it's like we come from a very supportive family, you know, mm-hmm. so whatever it is that you want to do, if we feel like, you know, it's, it's positive, you know, of course, we're not going to let you be out here out of pocket, you know, right? do something constructive, right? Yeah. If you're doing something, you know, constructive and you truly believe in it, you know, and, and this is something that you want to pursue. We're all on board, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, um, has there, is there any sort of area that you want to work in that you haven't been able to because of time or even just infrastructure that you that you still haven't built yet to be able to, to shoot or certain projects that, you know, I know even for myself, it's like this stuff that's, that's legit in the vault that because I know just the muscle isn't there yet. And if I try to do it, it wouldn't be to the level that, that I want, want to do yet. Yeah, for me, um, film writing is something that I'm very interested in. Um, mm. um, I, I have a couple of scripts that I've already kind of uh, written up, like not every single line per se, but common idea of where the storyline and the plot is going to go mm. and stuff. So I think it's uh, we're in a very, very amazing space right now whereby um, Muslim, Black Muslim creatives uh, are mm. able to have our, you know, our voice is heard on another level and it's, it's no longer like the, the token, you know, uh, let's just, let's just, uh, let's just throw him in there, you know, let's, right, just, right. let's just diversify him, you know, like, right. he doesn't even do that. He's like, well, me, like, what? I don't, you're my friend. You're my friend. Go right. be, the, you know, be, the, be the representative, you know? So for me, it's like, now that we see that, bro, we're, bro, we're the, we're the power man yeah culture bro like we're we're we are the front runners of of culture you know what i mean yeah global culture so nobody says bro right i'm not fighting nobody i'm not disrespecting nobody i'm just saying it's just these are just facts right black people period like you you, you know we're not even going into the muslim perspective we're just talking about just black people in general anything that we do is gold yet when we do it it's looked at as like Oh, well, everyone can. It's like right. Tarek's out here spitting crazy bars. If if another person, whether it be Middle Eastern or a right. white guy, spit it, it's like, oh my, this guy's a lyricist from It's <laughs> the most amazing thing we've seen. Because for whatever reason, we've been programmed from a global right. the, the global world has been programmed to think that 
it's no longer amazing when we do things because right. so many of us are so great at these things. Just right. right. Sports. That's think about insane. It. It's crazy. It's absolutely yeah. ludicrous, right? You have sport athletes. You see somebody like a LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Once in a once in a hundred year athlete, bro. Mm-hmm. And then people will say, well, well, he's supposed to. Like he's 6'9 and 260. He's supposed to be that great. And then you'll have some random little guy, you know what I'm saying? That's not, you know what I'm saying? It's not from the culture come out and, you know, like think about it. This little kid, uh, Tyler, Tyler Hero, I think his name is. Oh yeah. Oh my God. No, like the hype that he was getting this season, like, and I'm not going to say that the kid, the kid is good enough to be in the league. I'm not going to disrespect him. Say he not like he 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 he's cool, cool. Okay, you yeah. made it to the league, bro. Kudos. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's in itself. But for us to be talking about him yeah. in conversation, like even rookie of the year and stuff like that, to me, was, right. you know, like, like what? Like, I'm telling you right now, but like before, like before my ACL tear, bro, I was elite in basketball. I'm telling, uh-huh. I would give that kid buckets. Like, right. I've, I've seen, like there's certain things where you look at. <laughs> perspective I, i'm sure i, I know, you, oh, I know you, you you play football you know what i mean yeah sure, absolutely you, know, you see people you're like not to slight them but i would run all over you guys yeah you know? absolutely. <laughs> so, absolutely. So, so when i see that stuff i'm like what are we really doing here what's what what's the regular what's this about you know because yeah. if he were black no one's <laughs> talking about tyler hero and like, oh yeah he's he, he's he's pretty tough he, he just he, yeah not the, he's a baller. He's cool. Right. <laughs> There's nothing spectacular about him, right? And that's the thing with us. It's always like, whenever we do something, whether it be hip hop culture mm-hmm. or or lyricism, we're, we're looked at as like, oh man, yeah, he's supposed. They're supposed to think about <laughs> it. They created this stuff. They're supposed to be great, <laughs> but then have Eminem come and put words together that don't even mean nothing. <laughs> he's not saying a thing of any substance to us, bro. And then the guys looked at as arguably the top. Get out of here with that. He's not yeah. saying nothing to right. me. Right. Some shady. Like, cool, he right. can put this together. Right. What right. does that really mean? Who are you right. talking to? You know what I'm saying? Who it's are not, you talking like, to? I don't know, man. No, but, no, I get it. I get it. Like, we... It's like Murder Mook has a... Uh, he has He has a... He has a freestyle... Um, where he's like, and he put it together so so smoothly. You know, sometimes I watch the the battles just to yeah. like you know brush up on my game. You Absolutely. Know, and, and he was like, you know, white dude come to the court. Everybody, uh, you know, everybody like looking around. You know, you at the court and you like you looking past people like, ah, oh, damn. All right, man, we'll pick you up, whatever. And so he's like, white dude come. They they get to playing the game. They get down the court. He in the corner. Nobody guarding them. They pass on the ball. He yeah. knocked down a shot. He said, all right, white boy, he's supposed to, okay. You know, he, he's, he's supposed to shoot. He wide open. You know, you're a grown man and you wide open. I expect <laughs> you to make that shot. knock it down. <laughs> right? And so the next, the next time they come down, he say, you know, uh, white boy, he up fake. Mm-hmm. Dude come off his feet. And then the white boy uh, go and like halfway windmill, windmill with the dunk. And the whole yeah. court go crazy. Like, yeah. ah. And he said, and then the very next time they go down the court, a black dude do the same thing from the foul line, and everybody's like, "All right, check the ball up." Yeah. <laughs> like he's like, "Why?" Because it's regular. Like it's you know, it's it's, it's regular. So now I'm I'm happy that you brought that about because sometimes I think we don't really in a, in a creative space we don't really get that like that sort of love in that way. And um, one of the things I was I was in, in a Mir Soleiman interview, mm-hmm. he mentioned like um, 
<clears throat> black American sort of production. It's not like anything in the world because literally the minute we cough, the rest of the world begins to cough that way. Like the minute we talk, it's like exactly. the rest of the world. Um, what is, I guess, what has been, been in, being in like, in, because DC is like also a heart of a lot of the world. I mean, they say New York is a heart of the world, yeah. cultural wise and stuff, but what is DC like? And would there ever be other place that you would want to be as a hub to connect with people and stuff? I think DC, okay. um, for the most part, is a very good representation of um, black creatives in general. You know, mm -hmm. Chocolate City is as much as you know they're trying to turn it into a uh, chocolate milk. You know, it's still chocolate in its essence. You know, yeah. and. Um, Alhamdulillah, like, um, we, we're in a space where we can finally appreciate um, blackness and appreciate black creatives. You know, you got to understand, bro, we've been in a system that has told us that, you know, if Tarek's in the room, I can't be in the room neither, right? Mm -hmm. And it becomes like a, a slot mm -hmm. of 20 people. I'm only looking at it to take your spot because I think that's my spot, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and I've, bro, I've personally been in instances, bro, whereby I've seen brothers, you know, unfortunately, and not to say that this is always the case, you know what I mean? But I've been in instances whereby I've, I've done the look, you know, I've done the, done, done the nod, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. oh. I see you, you know what I'm saying? And I thought that was camaraderie and, <laughs> and, and folks is trying to take my neck off. You know? <laughs> and I'm just like, man. So as soon as I, I feel that, I'm like, man, let me just, let me not think that that's how we all are because that's not mm. how we all are. You know what I mean? And then I have another instance, you know what I mean? In the same establishment that I was contracted uh, to do work with. And then I have seen a brother that embraced me mm -hmm. like so, so much that it was like, like it made me forget about all the experiences that I had. The right. time before. So it was love. So it's like, we're still getting to that level where we need to understand, bro, like there's enough for all of us to eat. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like we definitely can all eat. It's just that we need to understand that we're not each other's competition. Yeah. We're not. You know, we're not. Yeah. But but we we've been conditioned to think we are. So mm -hmm. it's unlearning all these things, you know, this the society we live in now with everything that's happening and people trying to learn about systemic uh, racism and all that stuff it's not only them that have to learn things. We ourselves have to unlearn so many things Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. That's key. No, no, I get it. Yeah. It's, you know, one of the things that's again, one of the phrases that are always like send that red flag off from you. If somebody is like jolly about being the only black person in the room, like you're like, I was the only black person there. You know, I remember Malcolm X reflecting on that. Like, yeah, you know, that is, if you're saying it as in like, yo, we got some work to do because I need more of us there. That's different. That's different than be like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be it. the only one. I made oh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all can't get in the door. Come oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, they, they're not really looking for anybody else anymore. But you know, just, just watch me. You know, watch me do my thing. <laughs> yo. Come. And I always say this: like playing, playing team sports really, really helped me to be able to work in these different spaces. Mm -hmm. because sometimes 
I, and I imagine with basketball, your coach might not draw up the play for you for, for, for five possessions. Right. And you got to get out of your feelings, even though your family at the game and all that anyway. Like, nice. you might not get the ball for a clean, I don't know how many possessions. Right. And maybe in the very beginning when you're young, you're like, I'm no, give me the ball. Right. <laughs> like, boom, that guy. Yeah, exactly. Well, like to me, it's like you're right. Like when you know what you bring to the table, mm-hmm. and you don't understand what it means to a lot. Like when the play gets drawn up, if and we're not talking about coaches that are intentionally trying to slight you and stuff. And we've all, mm-hmm. I'm sure, experienced those things. Yeah. And that's a completely different vibe, right? But if this is a coach that genuinely wants to win and understands your value, but knows that everyone's gonna be looking to you to get that shot, so they now want you to trust your teammates to to do it for you well that's that's admirable it's like yo like my play is to be the diversion because they know i'm that guy right so so look me off and give it to my boy in the pocket and if he knocks it down cool if he doesn't it's it's like we're gonna live you know what i mean it's gonna be all right so you like you said team sports definitely helps you build that that trust and and also knowing that you can rely on others you know You, Mm -hmm. you don't have to do everything yourself Sometimes mm-hmm. we as artists, man, we burn ourselves out because we, we're, we're such perfectionists in what we do. We want to do everything ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes it's like, if you don't have the right team around you, if you don't have the right person that you can confide in and say, look, I'm thinking about doing this. Like, what do you genuinely believe about this? Like mm-hmm. having people, bro, to me, I think the biggest detriment to, to artists or to, to anybody that's able to get to a certain level is having people around you that are yes men or yes mm. Like if you don't have people around you that can tell you their own personal truth and you can't take it, like I'm not yeah. saying, I'm not telling you, you show me something and I, I'm, I'm like, bro, oh, that's, oh, that's terrible. Oh my God, <laughs> you just, bro, you should never do this again. Like right. that's different than me telling you, I don't know if this is the perspective that I was thinking about when I thought mm. about it, I thought about this, you know, you should have people in your corner that, you know, you trust their opinion enough to let them, you know, give you their honest opinion. Not to say that you have to take it, by the way. Yeah. You don't have to take it, right? But right. you know that it's there's no malice coming from where they're right. at. But if they if they think that, you know, man, if I tell Tyra the truth, oh right. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be here. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna be right. <laughs> I'm nah, nah, nah. Let me just tell you, yo, yo, that's well, that's lit. That's lit. That's right, lit. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like two Two empires can be built. Uh, and no knock the no knock the ditty, but like I always think about you know, and Dame Dash be ranting, he be wilding, you know what I'm saying? He be he be zapping, Dame Dash, but he always says, like, look at <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be like, bro, like calm down, like but anyway, he he always say, like, look at the people around me that have been around me that have grown with me they're all they're all bosses they're all leaders in, in their own right they've all went on to develop their own companies Excellent. and so sometimes if i look at diddy i'm like uh. <laughs> yeah yeah bro i i i think that the you literally nailed it like you nailed it bro to me it's like there's not one way to do anything right so like <clears throat> when it comes to like diddy's way you know he did what he felt like was what he needed to do to get on so that he could put other people on. I'm sure mm-hmm. that's, that was his thing. Right. Whereas Dame Dash felt like, you know, I'm not going to give you fish. I'd rather teach you how to fish so you can go. Right. Mm-hmm. Two completely different vibes. Now, my thing is what we also need to stop doing too, is as, as, as a black culture is 
Bro, this cancel culture is the craziest thing ever. Oh, yeah. Yo, can we we speak on that for a quick second? Yeah, no, no, let it breathe. It's like, it's like, I don't have to believe in everything that you do or agree with you (laughs) completely on every facet of your life in order for me to appreciate the good that you bring. Right. Is that, is that a fair statement? Is that a hundred percent fair statement? It's like somehow we are living in this twilight zone of individuals that are either a hundred percent super amazing or, or everything that they've done that's positive is completely nullified Mm. because of one or two things that somebody may have said about them. I, I think we need to be very mindful about, you know, being so quick to cancel individuals that do X, Y, and Z. I'll give you a perfect example of somebody, right? To me, it's like, I think Kanye is one of the most polarized individuals, you know, um, mm-hmm. that we have in the culture. He says a lot of stuff that I don't agree with. He's off the right. wall in so many different ways. But there are some things that you can, that you hear him say right. that, you know, that he's speaking truths to. But you'll have people that'll say, no, he's, he's saying absolutely nothing. There's, there's, right. no, there's no value in anything that he says. And it's like, I don't think that's true. You don't yeah. have to agree with him in terms of everything that he says, but certain instances when you hear him speak on certain things, like the fact that, you know, black um, designers are capped off in a certain space. It's absolute facts. We know, right. that, you know what I'm saying? So for right. him to want to break it, it's, it's like, why do you want why do you want to go where they go? Why don't you just create your own thing over there? You know? uh, right. And it's like, wait, but, but we're the same people that uphold these, these brands and stuff when we shouldn't, when we, we, we shouldn't be upholding them in the first place. Just think about, um, what, what do we have? We've seen, um, there's a challenge. Going, there's a Vogue challenge happening. I seen online. Yeah. yeah. You seen that, right? Yeah. yeah me, Vogue challenge. Me, I'm, I'm, I'm very confused about the challenge itself. <laughs> like, and I'll, I'll tell you why it's like, are we, are we saying that we need to show Vogue, what we would look like on their cover right or 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 like what like what's the like what's the messaging behind it because one second we're we're, we're holding brands accountable and asking <laughs> them to be their senior leaders right and then the other second we're we've given them the best free promo that they would have had <laughs> they know the individuals that they, they had they've been in the same positions forever they've had opportunities to speak on this for a long time but they know what they're doing so right so, so what are we doing here why are we not doing a, a <laughs> essence challenge you know right. why are we not doing the ebony challenge you know what i mean like that's what that's what we should be upholding you know what i'm saying right right yeah that you know it's it's i mean ultimately like you know let, let, let's go there it's it's you know <laughs> you know like your your father would be <laughs> Be talking to your uncle or somebody like that. Be talking to you, you have like a chill conversation, then they immediately be like, What's all this time said? You're like, Oh man, here we go, here we go. But it's like a disease of the heart because we're, we're essentially done is we've built we've built up people knowing knowing knowingly that we are gonna search for something to hate them about, which is a crazy mm-hmm. I remember watching. I watch watch somebody say uh, on Twitter like, "Oh, I really like this guy's song. Let me check through some of his 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 history." And I'm like, "Ooh," and I'm like, "Whoa, yeah, like whoa." (laughs) Now, granted, 
if my coworker is a clan member, I, I definitely want to know. I want to know. I want to know. You're a clan member, cool. You know, <laughs> let's let's figure that out because that is going to have some serious ramifications. Thanks. But and then the, 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 I remember I was um I was in Chicago. Uh, I was um, and he's he's really good. He's his commentary on like just celebrity culture has been on point from 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 a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy Ferrari Shepherd, and so like okay, we're sitting there, they're, like they're we're eating, yeah, and um, he explained it like we build celebrity culture. People, we build celebrities or whoever we consider as influencers, whatever. We build their platforms out of toothpicks, knowingly. Right. Because we aren't really, really invested in their growth as a person or anything like that. We're we're invested in we're invested in their glass house. We we make the link that glass house as pretty as it can be. Right. And so when they're finally up there on that platform and it's teetering on those toothpicks, right. we finally get them there hoisted in the air. We then flip when they say something out of line and we're like, you know what? Bring it all down. And so it was one of the, like me sitting with him and then, you know, maybe some other people who maybe not in, in a space that he's in, artistic space that he's in, like actual teachers, teachers. It helped me be able to understand like how I need to negotiate with platform, with all of that. Like you have to literally teach people how to deal with you because if they even perceive you for yes, one second to be a caricature of yourself, lost. Brother, trust, bro. <laughs> bro, that is, fam, like, you literally, man, you nailed it, bro. It's crazy because it's like, I tell people, I know I know some folks um, that that got lit off, off social media off of doing certain things, you know? Mm-hmm. And I tell them it's very important um, to allow yourself to break the mold of what these people think that you are. You show them that you're a human being, right? Yes. You're allowed to be different, bro. Like, like people, like, do, are people supposed to think that every single second of my life I'm taking a photograph? <laughs> right. Am I not a human? Okay. Like, I'll, like, I remember when I first started doing it, you know, like, when stories finally came on IG, oh, you play sports? Like, bro, like, I'm, like, I'm a human being, right? Like, I do different things, you know what I mean? So, like, if you don't show them these things and you're so caught up in not breaking the aesthetic, right? Mm. making sure everything stays aligned and stays a certain <laughs> it's only going to harm you in the long run right no. because you've never shown them anything but what they've wanted to see second that they see something that, that they they were not looking for well you're gone you're out of here like i i came to follow you because of these pretty little pictures and, and, and that's it now you want to show me what that you that you take photographs of of protests Right. And they're peaceful? No, they're right. not peaceful. No, it's, it's, you're lying. You know? <laughs> it's, it's chaos happening out there, you know? So, you, so like, right. uh, to me, it's like you have to just show people right. that you're multifaceted, you know, right. you're multidimensional. When, when right. you show them that, right. I think it's safe because right. now I've, I've shown you all my cards. Right. Deal with it how you want to deal with it. You, don't, yeah. you no longer want to be part of the journey? Cool. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. So it's, yeah, it's just a dangerous it's a dangerous sort of, it's like, yo, you gave these people power. You, you like, look at the mirror. You gave these people power. And there are certain instances where people take advantage of that, of, of that sort of platform. Um, For that, sure. 
that, you know, it's just, just not right. And those things should be dealt with accordingly. But for the most part, like, it's time for people to, like, take their power back. Mm-hmm. And you can do that and still like what people put forth by just saying, hey, I know these people aren't the end all be all to the world or 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 creativity. Yeah. Or even you the know? cause. Even the cause. Right. It's like, exactly. It's like if, if I feel like uh, somebody does one thing that I feel like was very helpful, I can, I can applaud them for that. While mm-hmm. not telling you to to dismiss all the other perceptions you may have them, that's your own right. personal whether it's bias or it's your own personal opinion. I'm not gonna I'm not sitting here to tell you to redeem them for everything that they may have done, right? But I feel like because of social media, bro, we also live in a time whereby, you know, people that are undeserving of of receipts feel like they that you should show them things. Right? <laughs> To me, it's like, you're a joke. What do you mean? Like, if the, like, 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 you're not the U.S. government. Yet. Like, I'm not paying my taxes to you. Why should I show you my tax return? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're, you're a joker. You're like, <laughs> people also feel like, you know, because social media gives a voice to everybody, it's a, it's a gift and a curse because mm. it's given the opportunity for, amazing voices to be heard and amplified, but it's also given a lot of trolls and individuals that I wouldn't say don't deserve voices because that's a bit harsh, you know, but mm-hmm. they, like their voices should not be as mm-hmm. loud as they sometimes are because yeah. they, they, they may be very divisive. They may like literally only gain from wanting to split the cause a lot of times. So it's like, what's your end goal? My end goal is for, you know what I'm saying? Unity and everybody to be, in kumbaya as crazy as that seems you know what i mean it might not right. be realistic in our time but that like that's what i'm looking forward to so when i see people that are that are trying to make it happen i can applaud it but if mm. i see you every time nitpicking at something amazing that's happening uh i kind of gotta look at it's, it's like that same person the, the solo dolo guy right yeah yeah that's you solo right, right. <laughs> yeah. exactly and it's literally like this and i always say to myself like Maybe there was an algorithm four years ago in that lane where you can get you can get lit off of tearing whatever you see float down your timeline down. Whatever you see, like there was an algorithm there. Yeah. But no, once you invest in that, like if I see that, I don't care how well meaning you are. I'm avoiding you. Like, I I don't even want that type of energy. Yeah, I don't spend that much time on other people because life is just astronomically hard. Like, life is, it, it smacks you around on the daily. So why would I even spend the time, like, in the presence of people who, who literally, they've dedicated their lives to having a thought on everything. And I'm like, oh, bro, yo, this is, you know, this is completely anti all our teachings you know you know we concern yourself with your, yourself and your family and whatever it is that you can control but no. this is like i gotta weigh in on everything like everything no it to me that's something that you touched on i think it was a uh, i think someone said it i, I heard it somewhere and it, and it resonated with me so much it was like be very weary of those that have an opinion on everything oh yeah yeah bro how can you have an opinion? And, and, and when I say an opinion, I just don't mean like somebody's asking you these things. You're willing to divulge um, opinions that you 
make seem are like there's some kind of expertise behind it yet it's every single thing that we see going down a timeline i can't yeah. have an opinion on things that i have no idea about <laughs> like you know if you ask me i'll kindly say you know what i'm right. saying unfortunately i'm not you know well versed right. enough to be able to speak on this right. and there's absolutely nothing wrong with not knowing something or right. there's nothing wrong with um, not speaking on every instance as well you know you have to know mm -hmm. what like if you speaking on something is going to be more harmful than it is going to be good it's best right. in your best interest and in the interest of a lot of people just to be mindful and if you have mm -hmm. nothing good to say keep it to yourself you right. don't know you need to hear all that <laughs> stuff all the time you know but yet if you feel like uh this is how to create traction. This is how to create, you know, this, this is how we, this is how we get lit because now clout is currency, right? Right. Yeah. So it's like, if you're able to, you know, generate a little some, some here and there, <laughs> make it shake off the backs of people that sometimes are, even if they are like, if you, if you're meaning well, like you said, mm -hmm. I, I would start to now question it every time I see it because it can't always, this can't be your go-to move. This is not an in and out. Right. This is not a, this is not a behind the back hesitant. Right. Like every single time that mm -hmm. something's happening, somehow there's, you know, like this is where it's going. I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm personally not with all, all that person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons like I used to, I used to like do a, a, a ton of essays, like essay a week, you know, push them joints out. And I remember telling my editor, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm about to stop soon. <laughs> she was like, what? I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to stop writing, but I'm, I'm going to stop pushing these out because it's too noisy. Mm. You know, focus. And like, I got a homie who, uh, who writes for like a, a major music magazine. Mm -hmm. And then this is one of the, one of the, one of the ways I explain it. You know, his, his editors are asking him, to digest the album at 12 a.m. Mm -hmm. and have something out by 10 the next day. There's no... There's, there's no way. There's... No. It's, it's borderline impossible because it's... <laughs> you, you can't, first off, listening to anything, let alone music, that fast, right. it, it doesn't allow you to really think about what's going on you you can't how many times can you really listen to it before you even go crazy because if, right. if you if you need something out by 10 a.m you'll have right. ran the album back a couple times right but it's now it's like you said it's too noisy now right right it's a way to be able to re-digest it in a couple days some people's work you can digest it a lot quicker than others some people's stuff needs you to to wait it out take your time with it mm. taking a track here another track there, right. see how it comes together. But if you're asking, oh, bro, like, uh, <laughs> bro, I, I know those ones, man. That's, that's tough. <laughs> it's, it's a dangerous game. And so you, <laughs> you, I mean, now I get, like, why, you know, these musicians be, like, mad. Like, they be mad at the bloggers because, like, I know. Because it's like you didn't listen to it, like, the way that I wanted you to listen to it. You listened to it because you had an article that was due at 10 a.m. Right. Not, it's not. It's not fair to my process. Somebody right, may have exactly. taken two, three years. This could have been somebody's life body of work. Mm -hmm. You took it in a couple of hours and now you think that you're an expert on it. Even though you might have expertise in that field, you didn't give it its due diligence. Mm. You know, mm. so it's, it's, man, it's tough, bro. So, like the, I guess I mean, one of the last things I want to say is that one, the one thing I'm happy that you were able 
to express your thoughts on that because I know a lot of people come to you about your your photography career. They're like, man, you you know, in Forbes, you know, all of these different sort of these ornaments that may be surrounded around who you are. And so myself, as somebody who's gotten like a small bit of attention since I was young and being able to negotiate it and not like get too hyped up on myself. Cause I, one, I just know it can go tomorrow. Like you can be, <laughs> these folks will turn the lights off on you tomorrow and be like, <laughs> you're not lit anymore. <laughs> oh, did you hear, right. you hear so, on that one podcast? Oh man, he's canceled. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but what I always say is, is artists are literally with regular people. Mm-hmm. Allah just gave us an auxiliary talent that is outside of us. It, it's seen outside of ourselves. Right. Other people have all types of other talents, but they may not be public facing talents. You right. Know? So, I mean, there's somebody writing, writing code right now that is like Basquiat and code, but we probably will never know them because they yep. work behind. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You know, so, um, I'm happy that you did that. And I think we really need to like humanize artists more again. Mm-hmm. Be- and I, like you mentioned Kanye. I remember somebody said, what do you think about Kanye? I was like, one, <laughs> I've never had $750 million. I've never had $750 million and be married to a white wife who is, you know, uh, no, objectified exactly. and known for her body, right? Facts. Uh, I've never heard and had mixed kids with that. I've never had that particular situation. I've never been in rooms with Tim Cook from Apple. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've never been in these sort of situations. Mm-hmm. So you know what? I'm not going to say what I would do because we don't know what, what $750 million does to your brain wiring. <laughs> if you think that you know that access to, to money you know especially like you know coming from families from humble means wouldn't disturb certain things but i said it gave us the ability to show like okay you can lose yourself that means you're human mm-hmm. bingo so i you know I, so what you know if you could say to the next crop of photographers who they want to build those relationships. They want to be on those rooftops. They want to be working with that that sort of influential next artist to be able to photograph them. But they want to keep that humanity. What can you say that they, they can do? I think um, the most important thing that um, artists and just people in general need to understand is don't lose sight of like yourself and like your own personal like trajectory. So like coming into anything i feel like um you need to know what your personal goals are right mm-hmm. like what is it that you want to gain from these things when i'm getting into the arts right what do i want to do and and do you think that whatever it is that i'm able to accomplish is my end all be all like you touched mm-hmm. on you know me having been on a couple of these big um i guess magazines and stuff like that that you can think of right but to me it's like I've seen individuals and how they're receptive to my work being on these um, other like big magazines. And, and that's what kind of validates me to them, which to mm-hmm. me is like, it's kind of sad, right? Because I feel like your work, you shouldn't 
only wish that, hey, I'm going to be on Forbes or I'm going to be on time uh, because then that's going to make me feel like my work is validated to whatever it is, the system, right? So now if it happens to happen for you, alhamdulillah, like it's a blessing because now you're able to touch more people and stuff like that mm -hmm. within your work. But it should never be the goal. Like I think you shouldn't go into it with the idea of, hey, I want to do photography because I want to be on a time spread, right? Mm. Um, that's, it, it's cool to have, it's a cool thing to have, but I, I know people that have done these things. I know people that have been on Nat Geo and stuff like that. Mm. It doesn't change the trajectory of you as much as mm. you may think it will. I'm mm. telling you, like people think that it's like they're one photograph away from their life changing exponentially. And that's just, not, and that's just not the case. You know, like how many times do we see pictures go viral on socials? Wow. And, and the, the, the photographers never credited. I know a brother that took a photograph of a young lady at Howard homecoming uh -huh. a couple of years ago. The girl was, uh, she's from, I believe descent wise, she's South Sudanese. <gasps> oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know the shooter who took her photograph. Uh -huh. She's out of here. <laughs> Not just think about that. Right. Like, it was his eye that caught her. Not to say she's just as beautiful as she would have been if nobody had photographed her. Mm -hmm. But because of the fact that he decided to take the time to compose and frame that picture of her, she was able to have a career now because of him. Mm. Allah, of course, everything got set up. You know, of course, Allah mm. set it up. But it was, he was the tool used to give her an opportunity at this right. life that she has now. Right. Happened to my bro though, like you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like literally, not like he gained maybe what five, ten k tops. This young lady is like in magazines all over the world, being flown out everywhere. And my thing is just like I feel for him because it's like she now probably is in a position whereby she can leverage her, her, her power. But has she told them that she wants to come with her photographer to these big brands? So now that's mm. what we have to be mindful of. It's like, man, like. Somebody literally gave you your career in a mm. sense. Like this mm. is one of the most literal ways, you know, <laughs> walking around Howard homecoming, he flicked you off. You go viral because of his shot. Mm. If, he if he doesn't post your picture on his platform, that's already kind of lit. Right. Don't go anywhere. Nobody right. sees these images. Right mm. now. Now it's your responsibility now to make sure you tap back in with him and put him in these rooms in Paris or Milan right. or whatever, and, and kind of let him eat too. Right. <laughs> Is that too much yeah. to ask? Like it's, it's like- It's a very simple equation. It's pretty simple, but I feel like sometimes it's kind of just like, man, like this, this is what's happening to us. And I, and I get it, she's a relatively young, young lady, you know what I mean? So she's not thinking about everything in this perspective. It's kind of just like, yeah, I'll let him do a couple shoots with me every now and then when I come back to the city and stuff. So just right. still let him get lit off of me. Right. Like, and I'm doing my thing. Like, that's my right. contribution back, but it's not necessarily equivalent. So yeah. I just want people to be, to be mindful, man. Artists and, and, and the consumers as well, man. Just be mindful of, like, black creatives. This is a, an amazing time that we're in. We have the opportunity to finally take our power back. And we shouldn't be looking towards these big brands and all that stuff or whatever um, without understanding that, it is us that makes them hot. Mm. Think about all these big designers and all these 
anything that that ever gets lit off of what we want to purchase right. it happens through what the culture if, right. if if future or any of these artists don't tell me about a patek i will never have known that, that <laughs> right. existed you know what i'm saying right like, it's still out of my price range like i'm right. cool. like, I, like you know what i'm saying if, if they're not hyping up rollies and they're not hyping up these cars and stuff like that like we would never be interested in these things mm. so they need to be very cognizant of like the, the the power that they have you know what i mean that we have as artists to be mm. able to, to showcase that we can be normal people you know we don't need these things we need to support our own so we're able to now build back up what yeah. we should have been had yeah yeah 100 um let very last question are there any any uh up-and-coming uh photographers that you've seen where you're like, oh, okay, I see you got something here. Like, do any come to mind, or, um, or we can double back if if you if you can think of something later, and I'll like drop their info in the bio, like the the, the podcast. But I know for myself, sometimes like I'll come across younger poet stuff, and I'll be like, oh, fire, mm, right. yeah, yeah, okay, all right, like <laughs> you in the kitchen right now. I see, you know, I see, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I seen a couple off, off your, uh, off your IG. Uh, yeah. Can't re- think of off my head, but I, I do remember one young brother mm. just going crazy. Yeah. Just going crazy, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah I, I have a couple, couple little homies that I see, man, that are doing their thing. But there's uh, just so many of them that I feel like if I, if I mention, <laughs> right. mention the rest, uh, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm not gonna hear the end of it. But they already. Oh, I'm gonna like try to use my platform to, uh, to spread awareness and 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 shout them out whenever I can. So I'm I'm never the type of person to hold those things. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll let everyone see whatever, man. Like, yeah, yeah. If I think that it's some some that the people could benefit from, I'll I'll put it up there. So yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah. I thank you, thank you for your time, man. Um, I always been been um, I've always admired photographers because I always admire stuff that like I can't do at like a crazy level you right. know like i can take pictures but i can't do it at a insane level so to see somebody be able to do that i just know the time it takes <laughs> to get that good at something and i feel like you know yeah at a, that's why when you said film i'm like that's good because i'm like photographer like what else are you going to do with photography everybody in motor combat you know what i'm saying like I became that guy in the gym that's just too big. I beat the gym already. What are you still right, right. <laughs> Leave us, leave us little people alone, man. Exactly, you know. So yeah, I'm saying like it's good to see you. Uh, um, you know, uh, about to go into film because that's that's another frontier. Um, so I mean, I'm sure people already know how to find you. How people can people find you? And uh, is there anything we should be looking for next? Um, so IG, uh, Instagram, Swizzy's world. Um, that pretty much is where you can find my stuff. I'm, I'm revamping the website right now too. So that'll be swizzysworld.com. I'll have that up maybe in the next, next couple of weeks when I get back, you know what I mean? I, it's going to take me a little while to, to revamp that. Um, and yeah, man, I think, uh, that's pretty much it. I, I'm working on a few things. I got a collab, uh, I got a collab coming out with a brand that I should not, they're, they're trying to hold off on it, but it's a, um, it's a collaborative. Um, they, they're going to use one of my, my images actually um, to kind of create something for the uh, black lives matter movement 
Inshallah. Cool. So it's going to be a nice little, nice t-shirt. I don't know if they want to put it on a crew neck or something because it's really hot right now, but probably t-shirt. And then uh, proceeds are going to be going to the causes, inshallah. So, oh, that's a bad, that's a bad yeah, one. so I'll definitely let you know when that, when that comes out. Uh, and then I'm thinking about a couple of different photo books. I, I was working on one that's kind of been giving me a little bit of a challenge. Um, mm. uh, a few hiccups here and there, but inshallah, that should be, I sh I'll get over that, you know, but I, th I think I came up with an, a whole nother plan for another photo book as well that mm. might actually come out before that one. So I'll hold off on that one as Next well. Time, Just right? I, I don't want to, uh, you know, put false can, hope. Huh? Can people, can people buy prints from you? Uh, so I used to do prints, um, but it was very, very tedious. I used mm. to have it on my site. Um, I think I, I might bring it back actually when I when I revamped the website. Mm -hmm. um, but I like I, I used to do it. I think I, the only issue that I had with it um, was on Instagram. You know, like the 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 image sizing of of it doesn't really fit well with with prints per se. You know, so that's a whole other thing. So I, I would have to. I would have to photograph um, landscape and then have those images set in place and then photograph for my Instagram stuff. Because like IG, the way that they did it is it's like so annoying. Like nobody in real life takes pictures the way that we post on IG. Right, right, yeah. It's, right. Not, a, it's not real life. <laughs> right. If I were to print out any of my images now, it would be, you know. Right, right, right. Angular, you know, how are you going right. to put that up anywhere? Right. You know, so, so I think that's kind of, we've taken a hit on that but okay. inshallah I'm, I'm gonna definitely look back into some of the images that i have uh previously that i've taken landscape and i'll, I'll possibly put them back up for print cool cool yeah. all right well, inshallah man um you know that's uh you know we're gonna stay connected period and uh may allah you know continue to to make your success blossom um make make forbes holla again you know i always say getting the accolades are good because sometimes it exposes the haters like you know you need you need the accolades to come sometimes yeah, yeah. just so it can cut the grass <laughs> 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 to see who's uncomfortable about you getting things you know what i'm saying like oh that's deep as that's, that's a bar right there yeah 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 oh. I, I love them i love them. i always you know i always see who pops out the woodwork when people get certain things Bro, it's like hey it's like where you been at <laughs> right, exactly. It's like, oh, I see why you're here now. All right, but thank you, thank you. That's the only. That's the only value I see in awards and 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 sort of attention in that way. Absolutely, value. Absolutely. But, um, but inshallah, man, we're gonna we're gonna make sure we keep up keep up with you and yes, keep sir. up the good work. And um, inshallah, man, may Allah make it easy. I mean, likewise, my brother. Appreciate you for having me. All right.